On the Angler Conversation this morning, Stephanie Porter is the outreach agronomist for the Illinois Soybean Association. Why are we visiting with an agronomist from a different state, Stephanie? That's because you there at the Illinois Soybean Association provide information and service to the entire soybean community, not just uh, not just the land of Lincoln. We like all soybeans, anything soybeans, and we are clearly working with a lot of different people, a lot of different groups. Uh, within the state, but also outside the state. And we would like to do more of that uh, in the future years. Well, you have two big online events coming up here in the next couple of weeks, and you actually have presenters from Iowa. That's right. I am a U of I person, University of Illinois, but I realize that Iowa State has a very strong, um, obviously, agronomy program and extension service there. And we are for sure utilizing them and others from other states. And so, One of our upcoming uh, events will be Better Beans series, and so we'll focus more on, it will be um, online, but it'll be on YouTube live, um, and you can get more information on that at lsoyadvisor.com. That would be the main source, and you can go to our events page there and look at the Better Beans. You can register to be online, or you could just hop on on YouTube, and so that's new this year. Um, some of the topics that we're going to be talking about would be the um, Megan Anderson, of course, from Iowa State. Uh, she's going to be talking about winning against weeds. Uh, we have Dr. Martin Chilvers, who is going to be touching on, we had a big phytophthora issue, not just here in the state, but across the Midwest, and white mold, which I know that's a hot topic as well in Iowa, um, or can be, and so he'll be touching on that. And then Lastly, um, I had a suggestion that I thought was great. We had a, a lot of, uh, it got smoky, right, from the north in Canada. And so Dr. Seth Nave uh, from um, University of Minnesota is going to touch on, and I love his title, so I have to shout it out, too hot, too cold, too dry, too wet, too smoky, too sunny. How does the stress affect soybeans? That's exactly the topic I was going to ask you about because that jumped out at me. There's kind of a, a phenomenon here, and as agronomist, you know about this. Your inrows, uh, maybe like in a cornfield, don't grow very well because they get the dust from the road and it affects photosynthesis. Might that yes. be a relation there? Is that what we're talking about with uh, all of that smoke we had in the air in both Iowa and Illinois? But overall, I mean, I think we were worried about yields, and, and I know you guys had drought. We had drought early in the season, and... So with all that combined, um, we had a lot of weird situations going out on, on the field. And, I mean, overall, I, I, I don't think that the smoke affected yields. Uh, but I would love to, uh, as uh, that's why I'm by the deck, for, I, I want to hear his take on it. I, I can't wait to hear that as well. I'm going to dial up on uh, YouTube and watch that. Uh, I just saw a news release a couple of days ago. Uh, Illinois again this year, and no surprise, uh, number one in soybean production again in 2023. Yeah, we're we're trying really hard. Um, I don't know about uh, you guys, but uh, in my day, uh, you know, soybeans were kind of the secondary crop, the, the rotational crop. Um, in Illinois, we've kind of gotten away from that, and we still talk corn, corn, corn. Um, it's a system. Uh, don't get me wrong, uh, but we have focused more on not just growing soybeans here, um, but also double crop. We are one of the top states for double crop, and, and we're further south and that allows us to do it. And most time, of course, that happens in Southern Illinois, but now it's happening in almost every, at least in one farm, every county in the state. So people are trying to take advantage of that, not just to produce more soybeans, but, you know, make more money. 
you must have uh, some varieties there with a very short uh, growing period then. As you move to southern Illinois, we do recommend a fuller maturity as you plant in the 1st of July or so after you take out the wheat. Um, but as we moved north, what became more uh, actually important was not a fuller maturity or going lower, which you got to be careful. You want, want them to mature before frost. So we want to plant actually thicker. So I just looked at the results of a double crop kind of north in north central Illinois, the yields, and it, as the populations of beans went up, uh, so did the yield. So that's interesting and something to take a uh, look at in the, in the coming year. So when you're when you're saying double crop, that's back-to-back beans or one crop corn and one crop uh, oh, soybeans? Oh, good, que- good question. So that's planting after wheat. Okay. Um, so, so we had a lot of people uh, plant wheat in the state. We're actually, I just learned this yesterday at our Better Beans event, <laughs> uh, we are number one in the east, of course, for wheat growing. It's a little lower yield depending on where you are in southern Illinois. Sometimes it's about the same um, as their regular crop. It just depends. Fascinating stuff here. So Better Beans is coming up this week, and you can watch it on YouTube. Then tell me about the the, uh, Soybean Summit that's coming up February 1st. So that is our all-day premiere event, and we will be doing that now. It's going to be at the same venue all the time, but again, it's in Champaign, Illinois, but you can tune in virtually again on YouTube. Um, this is, um, we're bringing in, um, this year we have some highlighted uh, speakers. Um, one being somebody that's uh, coming in that I've known from my past. He is actually known as the, the pod father, Chris Weaver. He is a farmer that uh, had been on um, a TV show, <laughs> uh, and he actually had won uh, high yields, but he farms in the Maryland area, the Delmarva area, actually, and he is all no-till. And um, I know um, many areas in Iowa, they're dealing with farming with regulations now um, to help with sustainability and soil health. And, and so he's going to give his take on that as well as, you know, what kind of things he does on his farm um, in order to get high yields. Um, and then our own group is introducing our on, um, we're going to be doing some on-farm trialing and we're going to be introducing that as well. And then we just have some hot topics that are going on. Uh, across the state that we're going to address. Things like red crown rot, that was a hot issue, um, not necessarily for Iowa yet, hopefully, um, but that was a, a hot topic in Illinois, as well as, you know, what, what pests did we see across the state? What's the cover crop update, for example? And, and just overall, what, what kind of learnings are we getting from ISA-funded research? Those are just two online sessions there from the Illinois Soybean Association. Stephanie, I subscribe to your newsletter. I would recommend my local farmers do that as well. Always a wealth of uh, information. Yeah, if you want to subscribe to our newsletter, just go to lsoyadvisor.com, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and put in your information, and it'll be in your inbox every week. Stephanie Porter, Outreach Agronomist, Illinois Soybean Association. Thanks for the invitation to your upcoming seminars.